Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Heart of Markness podcast. This morning, just about an hour ago, a uh, another Mike Millard Master recording was released by the Gems Wonderful Taping Group. And it's a good one. It is Rod Stewart, December 13th, 1977 at the LA Forum. And if you were around in 1977, you knew Rod Stewart was enormously popular. He had uh, had had kind of a tandem career as a solo artist, as well as being the, the vocalist for The Faces, which disbanded at the end of 1975. And this is Rod's first solo tour, even though he'd been a solo artist since um, the Something Something Raincoat album that came out in 69. This is a great, great recording of a really great high-energy show. Um, Rod Stewart was sliding quickly into the super disco cocaine, if you like my body and you think I'm sexy, which were also really popular tunes, but they don't, you know, it's not something that you listen to 45 years later and go, ah, yes, um, typically. But this is kind of uh, him straddling the line as he's sliding down into the disco popularity, which, again, nothing wrong with it. Lots of folks did it. It was the flavor. Um, this is, I believe, according to at least Wikipedia, his first solo tour, the Footloose and Fancy Free Tour, in support of the Footloose and Fancy Free album. Now, that is the album that has, um, if you're not a huge Rod Stewart fan, but you did exist in the 70s, you would know Hot Legs. Hot Legs. And then You're In My Heart. You're in my heart. You're in my soul. And uh, this is that tour. Mike Millard, for whatever reason, did not tape the entire show. No one knows why. He only taped, um, let me see, 55 minutes of it, seven tracks. And um, interestingly enough, looking at the set list on Wikipedia, it doesn't look like they're consistent tracks. Like it's not a straight up, I taped this and then the tape ran out. But it's more like this song, this song, this song, and this song. Here's what he taped. He taped Maggie May, The Wild Side of Life, You Keep Me Hanging On, Set me free, why don't you, babe? It's really good. I know I'm losing you. And a drum solo. Stay with me. Twist in the night away. And you're in my heart. Parentheses, the final acclaim. There's a lot more that he uh, did on that tour in a typical set list that wasn't taped. I don't know why. Gems Group doesn't know why. Um... It's known that Rod Stewart was one of Mike Millard's favorite people to see, favorite artists, because, I mean, Rod Stewart was was notorious, not notorious, he was he was famous for giving great, great, high-energy concerts. You know, so uh, he had a real integrity, he had a really nice band. At this time, on this tour, he had uh, Gary Granger on guitar, Jim Cregan on guitar, Billy Peake on guitar and Phil Chen on bass with Carmine 
a piece, epice, a ice on drums. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Carmine and the Vinny uh, pieces, epices, okay, I don't know how to say their names. I can't remember. Um, famous folks from, I can't remember which one's which. Which is, well, let me look it up then. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, the more I listen to myself, the more I realize I am just a, a, a carbon copy of the Bill Burr podcast. I, I gotta change that. Now, I... I some some of it's because I've listened to thousands and thousands of hours of Bill Burr's podcast, and some of it is because we're the same age and we're from the same area, so we say the sh- same shit. Um, all right, Carmine Apice. Let's see. He did. He played for Vanilla Fudge, Cactus, Beck Bogart and Apice, Rod Stewart, King Cobra, and Blue Murder. Blue Murder was a cool band. It had John Sykes of uh, Thin Lizzy and Whitesnake, Tony Franklin of The Firm. That was a good band. I wish I had gotten into them in the 80s. Good stuff. And uh, Carmine is the older brother of Vinny, who did the work with Black Sabbath and Heaven and Hell and and Dio and that stuff. Okay, that explains it, because Carmine is 73... All right, that explains why Vinny can still play fucking Black Sabbath. He's not 73. He's 61. All right, that's doable. All right, mystery solved. Thank you for joining the show. Click goodbye. All right, folks. Well, we've laid the groundwork. Footloose and Fancy Free album. Rod Stewart, Outside of the Faces, first tour. Lots of guitars. Good, good band. He got a real rock and roll band. And that makes me happy because... Um, I came up more in the 80s, and he was much more keyboards and pastel suits and young hearts beat free tonight. You know, great song. I had that 45, but um, he had he had slipped into more pop stardom at that point, which on one hand is quite an accomplishment for a guy, you know, in his 40s or pushing 40 at that time. But whatever. Another thing about Rod Stewart, my dad really liked Rod Stewart. I remember he had the eight-track player in the car, and he had, like, The Gambler from Kenny Rogers, um, Red-Headed Stranger, Willie Nelson, London Town, Paul McCartney and Wings, and um, whatever Rod Stewart album had, The Killing of Georgie. Is that a night on the town? Let's see. It is. He had a night on the town. Killing a Georgie, part one and two. Yeah, cool. Tonight's the night. Oh, the first cut is the deepest. That's a good song. I should have given you all of my heart. All right. That's what you're here for. You hear me sing, right? All right, let's get going, folks. Seven and a half minutes in. We're going to go with the first track that Mr. Millard recorded. And again, big shout out to Mike Millard for recording these with top quality equipment. If you're new to the podcast, Mike Millard was a legendary stealth recorder of shows in the L.A. area from, um, I think, 75, 74-ish through 94-ish. He, he passed away in, I think, 94 tragically and um but he had this 
insane archive of concerts that he recorded. And he recorded them spectacularly well. He had a Nakamichi tape deck with a custom battery pack that either he ordered from Japan or created himself. And he had AKG mics that he would record the show with. And he would either pretend to be handicapped and go to the show in a wheelchair with his rig under the chair and get wheeled to, you know, the spot right in front of the the soundboard. He had, I mean, he knew where the sweet spots for recording were for all the venues in the area. And he would either get tickets in that area if he could uh, or bribe people to get seated there or do the wheelchair bit. And in any case, he recorded stuff that could pass for professional. He recorded stuff that was limited only by the quality of the sound coming from the PA. And as such, he's recorded legendary shows from by Led Zeppelin, the Rolling Stones, Queen, Rod Stewart, uh, The Faces, Jesus, Thin Lizzy, everybody. Basically, everybody that played Fleetwood Mac, you know, and, and Fleetwood Mac on their rumors tour playing their hometown crowd. He's tremendously important culturally. He's tremendously important to the history of Western music. He's tremendously important to the history of rock and roll and the history of the 70s. And uh, God bless him for existing. And God bless the Gems, J-E-M-S, group. I don't know if they're tapers or if they're just archivists. Not just. But what they do, they have gotten possession of batches of Mike's master recordings, which were, were... for decades, rumored to be gone because um, the, the poor gentleman, he took his own life and it was rumored that he destroyed all his tapes because he was he was very, very protective of his recordings when he would trade them to other people. And he would have to trust you in order to trade, from what I understand. Uh, he would mark the tapes. He would put little distortions or little cuts and things so just nothing to really ruin it but just enough so that if it then later became a bootleg he would know you know which son of a bitch sold him out and these are the master recordings that were were thought to have been lost and they are they are restored oftentimes they're reshelled the cassettes are taken apart and the tapes are put into fresh shells uh, baked in ovens in order to to bring some of the oils from the the tape to the surface again to adhere the oxide so the oxide doesn't just shear off as it's played because these tapes are you know pushing 50 years old in some cases and the gems group does all that using top quality equipment accurate equipment azimuth adjusting and getting the sound just right and as perfect as possible for the extraction process so it can be digitized where it can live forever it's pretty amazing what these guys do and my hat is off to them and i hope um i don't know i i I hope i help contribute no i'm not helping anything i'm actually capitalizing off of what they do i'm gonna turn that around god bless them they're wonderful shit now we're coming up on 12 minutes again and i haven't played a song so let's play a song all right hats off to the gems group hats off to mike millard bless him saint mike millard and let's hear Maggie May. And this is a long one because he gets into crowd play and, and things like that, but it is really, really fun. 
It is really, really fun, and you're going to enjoy it. Rod Stewart, December 13th, 1977, L.A. Forum. Maggie May.
What can I say to you? <laughs> Give me the wild side of life and everything that is wrong. John Jarvis, come on. John Jarvis, of course, being the keyboard player for that tour. And um, the reason, well, I don't know the reason. Never mind. I thought I had a reason. I don't have a reason. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Let's do. Stay with me. Good old faces tune. Shall we? A bunch of guitars in this band and they're all good. And with Carmine a piece on the drums, it's a heavy good rockin' band. I like that reggae bit in Maggie Mae. That was cute. The audience sing along is always good. It's a and plus it's just it's just a good song. It's a good song that originally had uh Mr. Ronnie Wood playing the guitar and mandolin on it. Good stuff. All right, let's go right ahead with No, you know what? Scratch that. We're going to do You Keep Me Hanging On, which is the Supremes cover, also done by Vanilla Fudge. And um, Rod, it was on his Footloose and Fancy Free album. So You Keep Me Hanging On. It's got some good keyboard work in here. It's a bit of a jam. It's nice. You're going to enjoy it. You keep me hanging on. All right, friends, here you go. And again, this is December 13th, 1977, in case you've forgotten. And I will be back shortly.
And there ain't nothing I can do about it. While that was playing, I was doing some reading, and um, part of the 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 change in vibe for Mr. Stewart was because he left England, where they had that ridiculously high tax rate, like uh, the article said 83% at that time, and in 75, he quit the faces and quit uh, whatever his label was, I think his label was Mercury, switched labels and moved to Los Angeles. Where, uh, you know, Los Angeles in the 70s, you're going to have 
lots of uh, Los Angeles in the 70s. You're going to start hanging out with that vibe and, and that that aesthetic. And that's a big indicator of why Rod Stewart kind of went the direction he did. It was uh, nature and nurture in that case. All righty. <clears throat> what do we got now? Let's just go right ahead into something that rocks. Stay with me. The song from The Faces. Stay with me. Stay with me. Well, you know the song. If you don't, you're gonna. All right. I'm not gonna waste your time. I'm gonna go right into the song. Stay with me. Rod the Mod Stewart. Enjoy, friends.
That's a good one to go out on, don't you think? I think so. All right. Well, if you want this entire recording, which uh, would consist of all the songs that I read you earlier, you can find it on heartofmarkness.com, where I post all my podcasts and where applicable the shows from which they are drawn. And you can download the whole gosh darn thing and listen to it to your heart's consent. That'll be up there. I have to do that. So if you're listening immediately after this is posted and it's not there, just just give it a little bit of time. It'll be there. And you can also find me on the Twitter at Heart of Markness. Facebook. I have a Facebook group, Heart of Markness, which is full of great, great folks who are super, super nice. Love the classic rock, Led Zeppelin, because this is primarily a Led Zeppelin podcast. Although on the weekends I do uh, typically whatever the Mike Millard releases are because they're so damn important to everything. <laughs> I want to do my best to to propagate that. So you can find me the uh, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I'm putting the shows on YouTube now. I don't have any of the bonus episodes yet. I'm still populating um, the the Led Zeppelin podcasts. I've got 73 of those to do and I think I've got about a third of them up. 
So once those are all up, I will work on the bonus episodes backfilling those. But you can find me, the Heart of Markness podcast on YouTube if you want. And if you want to be a uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can leave a review on uh, whatever podcast platform you're using. Not all of them allow you to leave reviews. And if you're on one of those that doesn't, no worries, bro. Appreciate the help. But if you are on, say, Google or iTunes and um, like what I do, it really, really helps to leave a review. Increases my relevance for the search engines so that when people search for Classic Rock Podcast or Led Zeppelin Podcast, there's a greater chance of me showing up. And if you're of a mind to and of the means to, you are invited to become a patron and directly support financially this here podcast and this here podcaster. Help offset the, uh, you know, the, the cost of hosting on SoundCloud, the cloud server where I store the, cl- the shows where you can download, and of course, hosting the heartofmarkness.com itself. And here are the names of those titans upon whose shoulders rest this podcast. Thank you. A laurel and hearty handshake go out to Michael, Rob, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, Other David, Bill, Evan, Mimo, and Avi. Thank you very much, friends. Your support is appreciated. And uh, all right, I will be back Thursday unless I feel like doing another bonus one at some point, which is always a possibility, but don't bank on it. Uh, Be back Thursday with some more Zeppelin or Zeppelin related content. And otherwise, uh, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. And thank you very, very much for listening. Bye-bye.